Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, managing editor of Fightful.com and FightfulWrestling.com. It is March 26th, 2018. We are here for the post-Raw podcast at Fightful.com, brought to you by LivingSharp.com. If you need a gift idea for any occasion, any price, any emotion, head over to LivingSharp.com and our friends at Wartime X, which you can play in the App Store or on Facebook. It combines war and poker. Check it out. It is a ton of fun. Great supporters of the show. You can be a supporter of the show very soon. We will have that Fightful Premium service rolled out uh, very, very soon, putting the final touches on that. We will have more information on that, hopefully, in the coming weeks. But I just I just want to say something. I've got a podcast from last night. New Japan, Strong Style Evolved, Fun Times, great main event. But I'm looking forward to the WrestleMania podcast. And I'm calling Alex Pawlowski out <laughs> because Alex, if you don't show up and you don't answer, your daughter will be disappointed. Your wife will be disappointed. Jeff will be disappointed. I don't even my, think he's on it. My cat probably will. Your cat will be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Because then you won't be able to talk to me and I will be forced to come to my own WrestleMania podcast as a fan. As Me, a fan. Sean Ross Sapp, who has appeared on hundreds of these. I've but, only not appeared in some capacity on one Fightful podcast. But right. if you don't show up, I, I'm going to have to go as a fan. But here's the thing. You'd be fine with that because you're such a big fan of the podcasting that you, you'd be fine with that. I mean, if I don't show up, if I don't, do something. 
then then you'll have to go as a fan. But you're fine with that as an option. Let's get right into it. First off, let's talk about the greatest Royal Rumble. Now, <laughs> the talent I've talked to have said pretty much, ah, not that excited. <laughs> <laughs> really not that excited? No. Uh, not that excited about going to Saudi Arabia three weeks after WrestleMania. <laughs> no, I, I, I guess not. I can tell you all, I don't know if it's going to air live in America, but if it does, we have a noon Eastern start time based on their what their ticketing information says. If that's the case, Fightful.com will have live coverage as well as a podcast right afterwards. Um, usually what was the midweek podcast with NXT, Ring of Honor, all that, I'll be doing that more towards the end of the week to spread it out a little bit, but uh, that will be probably on the premium service. But if so, then the Royal Rumble show will kind of take precedent over that and we'll, we'll go from there, just a programming note. But today, Alex, a few matches were announced. Mm-hmm. Triple H versus John Cena, a rematch of WrestleMania 22. This, this in addition to allegedly seven championship matches. Mm-hmm. Plus the greatest Royal Rumble. Plus the greatest Royal Rumble. 50 dudes in it. 50 dudes. Uh, first off, I would imagine, this is me speculating, it's not something I'm reporting, 60-second time intervals there. They're, they're probably going back to Royal Rumble 95 days with that one. Yeah. Yeah. If I were them, I would anyway. Yeah. So you could have a Royal Rumble that is actually shorter than regular Royal Rumbles if you do it that way. You could. You could. I'm, I'm assuming a, a lot of the talent... Uh, that's going there is going to volunteer for okay uh who wants to be eliminated within the first minute i do uh i do i'd like to do that thank you can i get in there when braun is in there just <laughs> let, me, let me make that happen also announced finn balor the miz seth rollins samoa joe for an intercontinental championship ladder match this is a nice way to maybe not lean one way or another about who your intercontinental champion will be at that time however they also announced the Bar versus the Hardy Boys, the Tag Team Championships. The Bar, of course, defending against Braun Strowman and a partner of his choosing. What do you think of these announced matchups? Uh, well, you know, cards subject to change and all that. Uh, but um, I'm watching it, uh, looking at all these things being announced. Uh, and the question I had when they when they announced the event was. Uh, ladies gonna be able to wrestle this thing or no? No. And then I was like, oh, so that's why you need all seven male championships to be defended because there's a there's a separate gender that doesn't get to do any of the wrestling stuff. Doesn't get to do much of anything at that country. And apparently, uh, up until like really recently, that separate gender wasn't allowed to attend wrestling. Yeah. Like oh as, yeah, like, Except for, like as a fan, you know, like if there was like a you know Jane Cena, she couldn't go to this you know greatest Royal Rumble as a fan. If I uh, if I were WWE while this is going on that weekend, I would run an all female yep. live event here in America. That's yep. what I would do, mm-hmm. or the nearest country that allows women over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know if they would want to fly all those people over there. I'm under the impression that this is a sold show. The talent that I spoke to said that they didn't know, but they would assume so as well, because it is very much an all-hands-on-deck situation. Yeah. I I, I don't know how I feel about the WWE just, like, 
yeah, we're totally taking all this money from this country that doesn't allow one half of the population to compete. Um, that's weird. Like, I, I, I mean, I'll watch the show, but I'm not going to feel great about like, yeah, sure, we'll, t- we'll totally take your money and you can dictate to us which of our people can can compete based on between their legs. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's, yeah. it's weird. It's, it's weird. There, there are a lot of places in the world that are behind other places, and we are far behind some other places and some other things. But Sure. Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman are out to kick off Raw, and Heyman is taunting Roman Reigns about not being there as advertised, even though his suspension is now up. However, Roman Reigns is there with the only pair of clothes that he owns. I just kept thinking, I watched Pineapple Express this weekend, and I wanted Craig Robinson to show up and be like, Roman, you want my vest? It smells good. You ain't got no style, motherfucker. That's what I want. Because this guy wears the same clothes all the time. So they want to make him relatable. They want to make him human. Mm -hmm. They want to make him sympathetic. Mm -hmm. Wears the same pair of clothes. All the time. I know homeless people with more clothes than Roman Reigns. Well, uh, as we've seen from a a certain uh, infamous photo a few years ago, he doesn't have that great a taste in jeans. So he can keep wearing the old sweatpants as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he wears like carpenter jeans, man. And no disrespect to those of you who wear it, but, but stop. Don't. Quit that. So, <laughs> Reigns and Lesnar battle it out with chairs briefly. But Brock quickly gains the upper hand. The crowd is cheering for Brock Lesnar to repeatedly bash the WWE's hopeful face of the company with a chair again. I say this in particular because Jeremy Lambert, uh, you all probably know him from the great post-show work he does for us at Fightful.com for UFC events. He has a series called The Four-Year Coronation of Roman Reigns. <laughs> he has it in installments. Year one, two, three, and four. We're on year two. Go check it out. But four years it's taken them to to do this. By then, Brock. By then, Steve Austin was coming back from a broken neck. Yeah. My God. Yeah. No. It's uh. It's over. Like I mean, there's there's awesome things you can do with Roman Reigns in the company. I think he's I think you could do really really great things with him. I think he's he's very good in the ring. There's a lot of things he can do. There's a, there was a whole thing he did in FCW where he came to the, where he was the thoroughbred and he came to the ring wearing sunglasses and this fly suits with like a lady on each arm and he was really good at playing that arrogant son of a bitch character. Do that. That could be fun. He's really fun at playing badass, but you can't have him be like the underdog as opposed to it. the big dog. I've said um, it a million times. If a six foot three, 265 pound, former NFL playing, good looking dude who is in shape, was born into wrestling, related to half, half of WDB's all time roster, if that's an underdog, what is everybody else? Right. What um, the hell is everybody else, man? This is the thing that they could do, um, especially now that there's a certain special somebody who's cleared to wrestle again. Um, you could position that guy as the true baby face of your company because he is. And as a contrast, you could have this guy who's everything that dude isn't. And maybe not be a heel about it, but just be like, 
seriously, it's don't, just don't be vague happen. who you're referring to. We have people uh, that are just Daniel Bryan. There you go. Uh, well, we'll find out where that goes, but there was something about this segment that I wanted to point out during uh, Paul Heyman's promo. He seemed to insinuate, as far as I could tell, that he, that the U.S. Marshals from last week were not, in fact, U.S. Marshals. But dudes ah. that he found at an MMA gym got costumes to look like U.S. Marshals and paid them to come to the ring and arrest Roman Reigns so that he would be handcuffed for when Brock Lesnar came to the ring, which solves the entire problem that we had last week. You're reaching, Paul Heyman, but I like it. Yeah. At least it's not Roman Reigns assaulted three U.S. Marshals (laughs) and is facing no repercussions. I like it. I love that he did that. Yeah. I think maybe part of me missed that because after so many Paul Heyman promos, they started to run together. Yeah. Glad that you caught that. That is is great. Lesnar comes back and F5s Reigns on the stairs and leaves. They're really ramping up the how will Roman overcome this. And and against Brock Lesnar, sure, I buy him as an underdog. But they're also ramping up the he's so defiant thing, too. <laughs> uh, needless to say, Brock Lesnar will be working the ribs at WrestleMania 34. Yes, and I I, uh, I can't wait for the inevitable tug of war with the belt that will close the show next week because WWE never learns from their own mistakes. So I can't wait for that one. I don't think it'll happen. <laughs> Nia Jax defeated Mickey James. Nia has gotten a lot better at working to her strengths in the ring. Uh, there's a lot of powdering by Mickey James earlier on, who capitalizes by attacking the knee. Nia uh, wins with a gorilla press Samoan drop, and boy, did it look good. Oh, that mm. looked great from Nia Jax. So Alexa tried to attack Nia after the match, but then Bliss lightly jogs away, and Nia screams, and I quote, After what you did to me! You little, ah, run now all you want, you little bliss. I know where to catch you, right here at WrestleMania, you little bitch. What? Oh, you want to stand there? End quote. <laughs> she hasn't gotten to that point in in her training yet where they're like, this is how you improv things when the cameras are right next to you and we haven't given you anything to say. Uh, yeah. By the way, don't curse. <laughs> You can, you're well, allowed, you're allowed I, I to think, bitch, but you're not allowed to curse. I'm glad she did because she almost had to make up for that corny "you little bliss" line. Yeah, yeah. So she had to go to bitch. So that to. so so people weren't talking about the "you little bliss" thing. Now I wonder if that's that's something that she thought was smooth. Yeah, but like saying "you little bliss" and then she's like, "Oh man, I sound dumb. <laughs> I gotta fix this. I gotta fix this." So, Naya. <laughs> You messed up, yeah. But but you fixed it. You may not have fixed it, fixed it, yeah. But you got people. You distracted people, yes. Including the censor who was like ah, <laughs> and messed it up. <laughs> uh, shout out to Gisberto Guzzo for <laughs> providing me the the transcript of Nia Jax's post match. What would you call that? It wasn't a promo. No, uh, ty- ty- verbal tirade? Verbal, sort of verbal tirade. Sort of. I don't know. I, I appreciate know. you. I appreciate you, Naya. Hey, they're playing to Naya's strengths right now. I like it. They don't have her in there doing, trying to do a bunch of things she can't do. Right. I think she fits better as a baby face than a heel. I was. I just wasn't buying into her as a heel. I just well, really wasn't. 
they weren't positioning her as a total monster, which is what she is. But you can, but somehow you can make her into this sympathetic character by making Alexa Bliss the worst ever and yeah. giving her a sidekick in Mickey James that comes to the ring wearing her hat a little cocked to the side <laughs> because she's a bad girl now. And and you go, oh, I want to see you get your butt kicked, Mickey James. Uh, and we did because uh, that gorilla press, gorilla press into a uh, into the Samoa drop is great and should be the way she finishes people off from now on. That was excellent. Guys, a quick plug. I had interviews with Jay White, Adam Page mm-hmm. over at Fightful.com. Interviewed Robbie E. last week, too. He had uh, Muhammad Hassan on his podcast, and he and Matt Kuhn actually used some of my Muhammad Hassan articles as subject matter on that show. Definitely go check that out. But over at FightfulWrestling.com, head over, click that exclusives tab. You're going to scroll down there. You're going to see a bunch of stuff really over the last two years that maybe you've missed out on and uh, stuff that, that has kind of went under the radar in some some circles, but lots of cool stuff over there. Jason Kincaid of Evolve Wrestling has – an awesome like FAQ feature up right now. He does a lot of awesome writing for us. And basically it's how you get started in pro wrestling. And it's really, really great. My, uh, myself and Anna Bauer did Fightful alternate commentary on the WrestleMania 2000 Hardcore Battle Royal. That was a blast. That's gotten a lot of great reception. Uh, a, lot, a lot better reception than I thought it would get. I had my match ratings for Strong Style Evolved and a post show up for that as well. But uh, head over, check it out. Especially click that exclusives tab. Every Friday morning, I had the Fightful Wrestling Weekly where I dropped some Fightful news. I dropped some exclusive news, some behind-the-scenes wrestling news that doesn't get picked up anywhere else, all exclusive stuff. So uh, definitely check that out, you guys. Stephanie and Triple H in this great video package for the Helmsleys versus Rousey and Kurt Angle. Stephanie McMahon, they didn't explicitly mention it in the in the video, but... The person that she was working pads with was Seth, Pet- Seth Petrozelli, who has been a striking coach at NXT and the Performance Center before, but he's probably best known for being the guy that knocked out Kimbo Slice on like a couple hours' notice. Yes, I, I watched that live. I remember watching it, and I was like, did this, this white boy with pink hair just knock out Kimbo Slice while backing up? On one foot, yes. <laughs> on one foot. <laughs> that and, was crazy. Uh, Night, man. You got into the UFC based on that. It was a really weird time where UFC was sign wouldn't sign Kimbo, but they would sign like people that beat him either in the cage or on the streets because they signed Sean Gannon too. Mm. Weird, weird times, but uh, that wasn't mentioned. Uh, I love this video package. We talked about it last week. More of this, if it if it avoids awkward in ring stuff that you don't need. Sure, this was really good. I liked it. Well, I mean, I liked it too, except for that that guy trying to convince me that Stephanie McMahon can hang with the best athletes in the world. Like, okay, you got me convinced Triple H because that guy's been training like a madman his entire life. And, like, he's in phenomenal shape, but whatever he is, 48, 50 years old. Stephanie McMahon is not, like, she. I, I, I grant you, she works out a lot. But... <laughs> I don't know that that makes her that she can hang with the baddest women on the planet. I, 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 you take it down a notch. Sure. You, could say, you could say, surprisingly, she's really good at this, as opposed to she's some of the she's one of the best I've ever seen, and I've trained Olympic athletes. Sir, excuse me, sir. Stephanie McMahon has wins over Jacqueline. 
Lita, Deborah, uh, Trish yeah, Stratus. I forgot Brie about Bella. That. How mm-hmm. about this one? The Rock. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one too. Albert, Test, may God rest his soul, and may he bless Stephanie McMahon uh, and her WrestleMania match from Beyond the Grave. Yeah. Oh boy, I love the video. Love the video. Uh, the video. The video was really well put together. I I like the angle they're running with this whole thing. Just you know, take it down a notch on the whole Stephanie McMahon kick, kick anybody's ass thing. Yeah. Just one notch, one notch. Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander, who will face off at WrestleMania, defeated TJP and Drew Gulak. Uh, I've been doing that that midweek show that will now be the end of week show that will likely be on that Fightful Premium service. And I, I love that they're doing Mustafa Ali, Cedric Alexander. This is the match that I can buy on WrestleMania that's like all handshaky. I respect you. You respect me. Let's do this the right way type of thing. But nobody on this show or who watches this show that doesn't watch 205 Live knows what is going on, Alex. Like, Because Raw has not had cruiserweights to the point to where I wondered if they had just quietly done away with 205 Live on Raw and just had it be its own thing. And really, I kind of would have been okay with that because it could have been their own underground promotion type of thing. Right. Uh, that's not what they're doing. But here's the, here's the thing. Is the no purple ropes a good thing? Or a bad thing. And I'll here, here's what I'll ask you. Because it's good that they're gone, but is it a thing where they're like, ah, who gives a shit? Let's just get this over with. Right, right. You know what I mean. Well, they, they were to- toying with that. They went back and forth with the purple ropes or no purple ropes for a while while they were still always on Raw. Now that it's like, this is a one-time deal. Thanks for showing up, guys, to remind everybody that you exist. Um yeah, I, I I don't know. Maybe they just somebody forgot to to bring the purple tape that night. Um, but the uh, the thing about it is, is that if you only watch Raw, you can be forgiven for thinking that the cruiserweight division was folded when Enzo got fired, because like they they were on they were on once the week after, it's like two weeks after Enzo got fired, they were on with uh, Drake Maverick on commentary. Like introducing him to the, to the to the WWE, and then he was then it was gone. Like the entire tournament has happened outside of the purview of Raw, which is stupid. Because like it just if you had just done the semifinals matches, like if you had just done Roddy versus Cedric two weeks ago, and last week Mustafa Ali versus Gulak, you could shorten them a bit because they were long, but they were great, and you could you could say hey. This is the kind of stuff we're doing over on 205 Live. This is why you should be watching it. And these two guys, who, if you have memory long enough to remember when they were doing stuff on Raw, were the were your favorite guys on Raw, they're fighting at Mania. Um, also, I thought I think it's funny that the last time you really saw Drew Gulak on Raw, he was still the goofy guy who wore a cowboy hat to the ring when he was in Texas. He was Enzo's crony. Yeah, and now he's back to being murder machine Drew Gulak. And again, there's no context for him having changed whatsoever. But the Oh, that, is- a lot of people got that with Jack Gallagher back, like back in the day. Like yeah, when he went heel, people were like, what in the shit is he doing in this <laughs> yeah. brown suit? Yeah. Uh, the thing about it that I love about this is the way that they finished this with Mustafa Ali getting the blind tag, t- stealing the pin after Alexander hit the Lombard check with his 054. I think it's great that they're doing like uh, a made the best man win type of thing, because I think that you you really neuter the impact 
of having these two guys be the fan favorites going after trying both trying to be the face of 205 Live if you like turn one heel because he's jealous or something. Like yeah. the new 205 Live, it does not feel like traditional professional wrestling. Where you I mean, have like, you know, backbiting and stuff like that. That's- and both of these men have an equal opportunity here. So there's oh, nothing yeah. there's nothing to fuel that jealousy. They both earned their way. Yeah. Uh this match is quick and fine. Cedric gets a lumbar check, but Mustafa had tagged himself in before that landed the imploding 450 for the win. I had somebody in the chat asking what else will be moving to the Fightful Premium Service. Nothing will be moving there. Nothing that was on Fightful before three weeks ago will be on the Premium Service. It's all new content, So, uh, except for the, the members-only shows. You'll have access to those too, but we will unroll all that. But I don't want you all to think that like I'm moving post-shows there or anything like that. Uh, that is not the case. It is all brand-new stuff over there. The Miz... Here in Cleveland, I just want to say this Cleveland crowd was great tonight. They were they were, they were hot. I, speaking of the premium thing, I was watching an old backlash that I'm going to retro review, and like they were into the Brood versus APA and Midian. They were there for it, and that's the feeling that I got from this Cleveland sh- crowd tonight. Like yeah. they were into some stuff that I couldn't believe they were into. So good for them. And the Miz just takes the mic and says, "I live in L.A. now." Played it perfectly. I thought mm-hmm. that's that's as best you can do. Miz goes off on Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, and I thought this was going to be the breaking up Miz Taraj so Miz wouldn't have have their help at Mania. Then they help him the night after deal. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out and says Miz needs to thank the Miz Taraj and says if he were Miz, he'd start Miz Taraj chants, which do go and do work. Da- Bo Dallas says that Miz is a phony A-lister who can't fight. Finn Balor comes out and drags it out of Bo Dallas again. The crowd was really hot again for this segment. Miz says that he wants to become the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, even better than Mr. Perfect, which fires Curtis Axel up a little bit. Now we know what happens. They tease attacking the Miz, the crowd ready for it, but they pull the old swerve. What we do know that if there were ever a time to, to make the Miz Taraj serious for a short run, that would have been how you did it, but mm-hmm. you kind of you kind of went to that well. Unless I'm sure you know what I'm sure the Miz is creative enough, and those two guys are creative enough to come up with something else. Like all he's really got to say is "I meant that stuff" or or something like that. But they did the old Swervsky. What do you yeah. think about that? Before we get into Balor standing tall, Uh so. Um... When, when they started doing this thing, I was like, oh, this is a total swerve. Uh, but I was, I was totally ready for it to be like, tonight would be like the rift widens between them. Next week, it blows up entirely. And this is like, but guys, you got to be in there for, in my corner for, for WrestleMania. What am I going to do? Like, ah, screw you, Miz. You know, whatever. We're going home or whatever. Uh, and then at WrestleMania, during the match, out comes the Miz and we're going, oh, they don't like the Miz. We saw that last week on Raw, says Michael Cole, really obvious. And then they swerve at Mania and attack Seth Rollins. And, and we realized that Miz was working us the entire time. But instead, they sped that whole thing up and did it all in one segment. And I was like, oh, oh, right, that's fine. Because, you know, long-term storytelling really isn't your strong suit, WWE. So, fine. 
I mean, this was all really well put together. Uh, but now, like you said, they pulled the trigger on that and then unpulled it. So now I just, I don't know. Um, I'm, 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 I'm here for this match at Mania. I think it's going to be really great. I just really wish they had actually utilized this and, and it told some story with it as opposed to like giving it to us and then taking it away. And now it's like back to normal. Like nothing has changed. And that's kind of what they do on, on raw sometimes. Yeah. That, that is true. <laughs> the good brothers come out, help out Balor. Miz is able to escape. Rollins and Balor face off. And then Balor saves Rollins from getting attacked by Miz. Then Balor punches Rollins. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, why did why did he prevent the Miz from beating him up in the first place? Yeah. What? Okay. Uh, well played, WWE, by putting out an OGBC shirt with too sweet on the back. Yep. Yeah. I, I just realized. Here's what I'm. Here's what I'm calling uh, for for Mania. Because you have the Good Brothers will be out there in the corner of of Finn Balor, Miz Siraj is firmly now with the Miz, and I think the equalizer for for Seth will be uh, Dean Ambrose. Even if he doesn't get involved, is just there, you know. I think that'll be the first time we see him back. Um, because because why not? Because you get a big pop when when Dean Ambrose music hits, you know. Yep. Interesting. A jobber named Jamie Frost comes out, cuts a promo on Asuka, says that she hasn't seen anyone like her. Kick, <laughs> pin. Why is Asuka on Raw? Like, I, I, I honestly, I, I honestly felt. Why? Why it. wouldn't she be? She's just challenging for the title. I, it doesn't mean that she's off the brand. Right. But I, I, figured, I figured at least until the match, she would be on SmackDown, like, Maybe I guess she's probably going to be on SmackDown tomorrow, isn't she? She's pulling double duty, which is like okay. Now she's got to drive to Pittsburgh. Oh well, but like whatever. It just it. I honestly thought for some reason that when she chose to face Charlotte, she was choosing to be on SmackDown. I don't know why I thought that. Maybe because the whole thing was really confusing to begin with. But I just <laughs> okay, fine. She's still here, and they're you're keeping her here to do one thing which is just kick the block off of you know a french maid like i I don't know what her her gear was that was that was odd so uh frost was is ellie frederick she's a manager on the indie circuit she's done some bdw stuff but uh hasn't wrestled a whole lot but guess you don't need to wrestle a whole lot to do what she did yeah if you can bump there you go why not Matt Hardy enters the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal in a backstage segment. Sure. We get a new Elias Snickers commercial. Boy. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Was it shitty? No, no, it was really bad. Um, uh, did you happen to catch the aftermath video from the ultimate deletion where Skarsgård, the dilapidated boat, showed up on the shore and in it was the lantern? And Senor Benjamin took the lantern and gave it to Matt Hardy, who gave it to Maxel. And now Maxel has Bray Wyatt's lantern, which I have no idea what that means, but I'm totally here for it. Like, maybe Maxel is now embodying the spirit of Bray Wyatt, and, and he has a match with his dad. So oh. I'll ask you, do we see Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania at all? Gosh, I hope not. He's doing he's doing live events. Like, it sh- this should be kayfabed completely. I know, but I mean, I, I just kind of feel bad for the guy. Oh, no, here's the thing. You you can totally keep him off TV and Alpha Live events and stuff, so that when he makes his return on the Raw after Mania, and he's different in some way, and either aligns with Matt Hardy or attacks Matt Hardy or whatever, it's a major impact. Like I, I always hate when they're like, "Well, this guy's gone completely," and then except for you, those of you in Fresno who just saw him work a meaningless tag match, you know, like I feel like that doesn't really help out the story. Yeah. Bailey and Sasha Banks get into it backstage. They're arguing. Bailey says that Sasha is mad because Sasha can't beat her. <laughs> when Sasha says, "I'm a former four-time or a four-time Raw Women's Champion," Bailey said, "Yeah. How long did you hold on to it?" And then we finally got it. Mm-hmm. It exploded. Yep. Liked it. We got a Sarah Stock cameo. <laughs> let her let her in the battle royal. Just let her do it. But. Do you think this would have been better served in front of the crowd? Or do you think it fit with the type of interaction they had better backstage for sure. However, for the physicality, you would think that in front of a live crowd would be ideal for that. Well, it was weird. Like they did a promo for it going into commercial, like up next, a friendship fractured. Like it was this thing. And like, which to me felt like they were going to do another tag match. But instead, it was like backstage, random, hey, there's a camera here, but let's ignore it uh, segment, which I didn't know if you, I didn't know you were promoting those things before the commercial, but fine. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, they wanted to have them get thrown into lockers because it makes a fun sound and kind of adds to the whole high schoolishness of what they feel like women are because women all, all, all women have the same, they, they've, they've all stopped growing emotionally. At 16, according to WWE. So let's put them in the high school lockers. It just felt like that to me. But I thought that these two women did a great job with this thing. Bailey's line was very cutting and true, which makes it even better. So I like that neither one of them is like 
true baby face or true heel. They just really don't like each other right now, which totally makes sense in the context of what's going on. Um, and I've allowed for the possibility that it's better that they don't have a singles match at Mania and that they that the whole women's division on Raw kind of revolves around them for months leading into the summer. Maybe you get it again. The big one, the blow-off at Brooklyn for SummerSlam. That would be, the I think, the best way to do it. Yeah, I, oh, man, I'm so torn. I, I want... If if these two women do not face at WrestleMania, I I would usually say one needs to win the battle royal. Yeah, by eliminating but, the other one in in the process. Yeah, but we know that WWE doesn't take any long term planning into no. consideration with this goddamn battle royal. No, they no. never have. No. Braun Strowman comes out, and the bar cuts a really unfunny promo. However, I don't have a problem with that. The bar should be unfunny. Because they're not anyway. Cesaro has never been funny. Sheamus has never been funny. But as long as they think each other are funny, I'm cool with that. Yeah. They want to know who Braun's uh, partner is. He says that all Sheamus has to do is beat him, and I loved Sheamus' reaction. He's like, well, that's not fair. There's no way I can do that. Yes. <laughs> so my question is, well, also Strowman like seamlessly transitioned into his catchphrase. I like that. Why didn't Cesaro just come in and slap Sheamus and get a DQ? Oh, that's good. I don't know. I don't know if that would have counted. Yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> for, uh, for Braun, like Braun would be like, "Well, okay, <laughs> well, you tricked me." Rules are rules. <laughs> I am a man of my word. <laughs> You're really putting me on the spot here, but <laughs> letter of the law, not spirit of the law. But here we go. <sighs> Shakespeare uh, gets an early advantage because the sorrow sets up a distraction. Strowman tweaks his knee. Later gets posted. They make a lot about the Strowman knee injury. Do we see Strowman work from underneath at WrestleMania? Are they working over Strowman's knee at Mania? <laughs> if Here's the thing. If it's what I expect, and whoever he picks is not a real match for him, like he's not going to come out and like bring out – I honestly don't feel like the, the whole Samoa Joe thing people have been talking about is a – I just don't – I don't think that fits. You know, it's like – We've built up Strowman as this great tweener. Like, everyone loves to cheer for him, even though he's kind of a bad dude sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, Samoa Joe is all bad dude. Like, there's nothing really to cheer for about him. He's just an evil guy. So it kind of takes away the the whole, you know, middle groundness of of Braun to have him pair with Samoa Joe. I don't know who else is like a real match. Um, so I feel like they're going to, whoever it is, is going to be like a, what? This doesn't make any sense. Why would Braun choose this guy? My three picks, just uneducated prediction. Yeah. Elias, Samoa Joe, and the one out of left field, James Ellsworth, a returning I, James Ellsworth. I, I think Ellsworth would get the biggest pop of the night. I really do. Like, yeah. 
it'd be a huge thing and he'd come in and he like he'd tag himself in at certain points like it'd be a lot of fun it would it would mean the match was a comedy match which i don't really want braun to be in but let's be honest once you said start having him win tag team battle royals by himself that is a comedy match like now it's a comedy match so let's let's lean into it so i i feel i feel like if Ellsworth is the partner and Braun doesn't want to tag him in and they just keep working over Braun's knee until somehow James Ellsworth gets the hot tag. That could be a lot of fun. Honestly, really could. Yeah. I mean, there's something about a, a worked over Braun Strowman reaching out for a tag Ellsworth that I would be like, yeah. Ellsworth Why? gets in and he rips open the shirt. Like he just goes nuts. I could see Ellsworth losing that match too. Oh yeah. Also, yeah. I could see afterwards the crowd being sent home happy, not sent home happy, but going happy away from that one because Braun's going to kill everybody after the match. Yeah. Including Ellsworth. Like right. he's killing them all. Yeah. I mean, that's if Ellsworth even makes it past like what Thursday he's facing Matt fucking Riddle. So <laughs> good luck. Good luck, buddy. Matt Riddle, who I've been trying to schedule an interview with was at an airport for 24 hours. Janella. I interviewed Janella. You'll hear from him this week on the list in your boy, Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern. But Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle can't make the time. No. Go bust his balls on Twitter about it, Ewans. Kurt Angle brings out Ronda Rousey. Her makeup made her look like she had double pink eye. Yeah. Not good. Rousey says that Stephanie McMahon is is trust fun tough and personal trainer tough. And she'll rip Stephanie's arm out of its socket. If you all followed me on Twitter, you saw that I kind of tweeted a little bit of the script again tonight. Going to keep doing that for a while just to just to poke the bear. <laughs> <laughs> Absolution, specifically Paige, offer to have Ronda Rousey's back. But Rousey says that she has Kurt Angle watching her back. I think that Ronda Rousey's developed into pretty damn good on the mic. Yeah. Like, especially can compared to some of this wrestling acting that we see. Yeah. No, especially considering where she was when she went like a month ago. Um, yeah, she's come really, really far. Um, I mean, listen, there, there, she's getting acting classes on her movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, it, it only goes to show that like, here's the script, memorize it and go out there and do it. Like she's learned how to do that from other parts of her life. So it's she's gonna get better at it. Um, it was great to see Paige on the mic again. Just you know, like go go for it and say she's absolute. She's the head of Absolution and its manager. Mm-hmm. Like say it, and that way she can cut the promos for for these. Uh, you know who they're rapidly improving in the ring, but on the mics, not not so much. Oh, I, would, I would go full on. Just say she's not cleared, and that can be a part of the heat. Is that True. she talks all this shit? Yeah, and then she's like, "You can't hit me. You're not allowed to touch me." Yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to touch me because that guy in the ring with you will fine you and suspend you, and yeah. you won't get to go to WrestleMania. That That's- there's there's a sense of heat that you can bring about that. That's a great angle for them to work like opposite Nia Jax in the spring. If, if that's the way they want to go, there's a lot of stuff they could do with that. So Sonia interact uh, so much for Sonia's wanting her first interaction with Rousey to be special. So this is all bad. This is bad on all three parts. Sonia hits Rousey, but Rousey's looking at Mandy 
And either Rousey didn't know that it was there or it was mistimed or something. But Sonya gets knocked down. And then Mandy gets suplexed. And Sonya wasn't there in time to catch Mandy. Mm-hmm. And I had I had a lot of people saying last week, oh my gosh, that suplex from Rousey looked bad. She doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, I think Olympian, Olympian in uh, judo, Olympic medalist, knows how to throw people. Just because it looks different doesn't mean it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sonya was not there. She wasn't ready for it. The hip throw looked really good on Mandy Rose. That is that looked tight. Nice. That, that was, was nice. really good. Right, right into the arm bar. Like, and I love like Kurt, like like having to like look in her eyes to get her to not like rip <laughs> poor Mandy yes. Rose's arm off. Like just the the look in her eyes when she just gets into like full on Terminator mode totally works for that character. Personally, if it were me, I would avoid the fallaway suplexes that. Have people face bump. She had Mandy or she had Dana Brooke do it last week, and Dana Brooke took it as well as you can take it. Yeah, she rolled over, but that's it's a lot of lot to ask of some of these women. Like it's not a a typical bump. You're not taught to take that a whole lot. Kurt Angle keeps Ronda from breaking Mandy's arm. This is fine. Whatever. Yep. Nothing special. Good Brothers defeated Mizraj. Flying Kurt. Or flying Carl Anderson is just the best babyface Carl Anderson ever. He does the rocket kick. He hit a big flying neck breaker. There was a good uh, pump handle slam from Gallows, Boot of Doom. I thought that the Boot of Doom was going to finish that. I thought it was donezo after that. But Magic Killer ended up winning it. Uh, Dare I say this was the best match of the night. Not high marks. Not high marks. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't mean a damn thing either. Yeah. And no, it doesn't. That's the whole thing is that you, you, you start throwing out like, oh, here, we're gonna, here's, here's your wrestling. It's good, but doesn't mean anything. And I'm like, I just <laughs> like uh, the build to mania to me usually means a lot of this, a lot of like, remember what happened last week? Let's give you a video package about it because you, you can't be out of the loop for the storylines that they've, forgotten to do up until this point so they cram them all together in the last month of shows um and here's some wrestling uh either it's a like a non-finish to continue the build uh or it's the 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 entourages of two guys who are fighting in a separate match later like it's just ah I, i i i wish that there were matches that you know we're good. That made meant something in the lead up to WrestleMania, but they usually aren't. It's unfortunate. Elias is out. Trolls the crowd about LeBron James leaving again. What's your prediction? Does LeBron leave after this year? Um. Yeah. yeah probably. Probably he'll probably find some some team some other team. Not not LA. I don't think he's going to LA because hey, if, if Markel Fultz gets that shot right, <laughs> oh yeah. boy, Philadelphia. Oh, Here's the thing. He can do what he did where he went back to Cleveland. He's like, hey, you've got this young asset. Trade him or I'm not mm-hmm. coming. So that's the easy thing they could say. Here, package Markel Fultz for a couple of draft picks or get somebody else like he with Andrew Wiggins. That's all always possible. Um, but, <sighs> man. Can't wait until we have that fightful sister site <laughs> so I can talk about this stuff. 
under contract. Rhino is out. Crazy to think that 19 years ago, he was the rookie monster in ECW that I remember just running roughshod through there. Uh, he does not look like that same guy. No, but it was 19 years ago. Yes, it was. You know? <laughs> 19 long years Nine, ago. 19 years ago, Triple H was getting his first WWF title run, too. That's true. He doesn't look like Rhino. No, no. 19 years but, ago, Kurt Angle made his WWF debut. He does not look like Rhino right now. Right, right. But I, I, I always thought of Rhino as kind of like just a really fast refrigerator. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's maybe. I think it's maybe because I remember that, and I remember specifically when he showed up in TNA after he got fired by WWF. Yeah, and his singlet was like a little bit too big. You could tell because he was just ripped and jacked, and they're like. Oh yeah, let's get the NWA title on him like now. <laughs> and I didn't blame them. I was like, yeah, you probably you probably should do that because yeah. that's the Rhino that I remember. But I am glad that he's taking those paychecks. Hard hitting action. Elias wins with dripped away. He gives one to Heath too. Why not? Yeah, I, I feel like everyone's predicting this, but I mean, it's the perfect place for it. Is him come out and insult the New Orleans crowd? And that's when The Rock comes out, and The Rock gives his rock bottom to Elias. And because that is such a perfect time for it, that's why I feel like Elias isn't the Strowman partner. Because yeah. that's his big that, right. I feel like that's his big segment, is his song, and then gets interrupted by some old-timer who comes out and gives his finisher to Elias. How about Hulk Hogan in the Silver Dome? Uh, can we, I, don't, I don't want to see Hulk Hogan. At Mania, I'd like, I'd like, I'd like to not. Yeah, I think that Elias doesn't need a match at WrestleMania. No, because him this, sitting there and uh, not to bring up Muhammad Hassan again, but Muhammad Hassan got his WrestleMania moment by getting beat out by Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and you've seen the, the Wyatt family get their WrestleMania moment, getting beaten up by The Rock and John Cena, and we've we've seen this time and time again. I think you're right. That is that is perfect. Plus. Elias is super over. He's going to be over for that crowd. But the thing is, he can he can be over as a babyface and immediately be over as a heel. Mm-hmm. He's very talented in that regard. No DQ match. John Cena defeated Kane. I did not like this very much from the get go because John Cena not being able to lift Kane insults my intelligence. It really does. And he, he listen. This whole thing is that Kane is actually decent sized. Yeah, of course. There, there are guys who are like. I remember in his little feud with Baron Corbin. Oh, come on now. He was always struggling to get 280-pound Baron Corbin up. And I'm like, John, you deadlift 280 pounds, like, for breakfast. Like, it's just, I don't, uh, whatever. Um, yeah, no, this this th- that little spot where he struggles to lift the big guy the first time always makes me cringe. Kane will be 51 years old in a month. Will he headline a WWE pay-per-view or Raw at 51 years old? At this rate, I have to ex- expect him to. You know what I mean? Like, they just, they they don't let the guy go away. How many guys have headlined a WWE pay-per-view at 50? I know Hogan did against Shawn Michaels, Undertaker last year, Kane, and Vince McMahon. That might be it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Hit me up on Twitter if you know any other ones. I would love to do a column on that, guys. That's pretty exclusive company. And yeah. maybe Jericho gets there one day, given you his know, pace. You know who else is going to get there at some point? Triple H. Shane. Uh, Shane's going to get there, too. 
Yeah, you're right. He's like 46, 47. How old is he? He's 48. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting there. Oh, he's definitely hopping off of something really tall on his when he's 50. Oh, and that's the yell. He's 50. (laughs) He's 50 years old. Shane, think of your grandchildren. I remember I had a WrestleMania watch party. It was God, 12 years ago. And one of my casual wrestling fans saw Finley on the top of a ladder with Ric Flair. And in genuine terror, as they fell, he goes, he's too old. He's too old. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that's why I love wrestling, man. I just love (laughs) that type of reaction out of people. Yeah. Somebody says Ric Flair, uh, probably. Goldberg. Yeah. Is he 50? It was 49 when he headlined Survivor Series. Can you say he headlined Mania? Because I think he had turned 50. No, I'm talking like goes on last. But Fastlane, was he at the end of Fastlane? Yeah, he was. There you go, Goldberg. Somebody says Bob Backlund. No, Bob Backlund turned 50 in 99. Sting. Yep. He'd be one. Uh, I have to look at Flair. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he closed the show in uh, uh, like a cage match or something with Orton or something like that. But yeah, there's a a few of them. But man, you're talking like really exclusive company there and Kane's among those. Cena gets suplexed into a barricade at ringside. That looked like it hurt. Really nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kane is turning the tur- taking the turnbuckle off. Cena sits up like the Undertaker, does the throat slash and a horrible choke slam. But he did it. He did yes. it. Yes, he did. And get you know you know who you know who you know who does it like that. The Undertaker does does something similar. I know because Michael Cole, who is not four years old, said that's what the Undertaker does, and he does that. He says that. Every single time somebody does that who's not the Undertaker, he says that because uh, stop it, Michael Cole. Stop it. We're not, we're not that stupid. We know that's what the Undertaker does. It's we know subtleties that. sometimes. It that, really that is. It could be. Yeah. Kane runs Cena into a cornered table. AA through the table, pin, mercifully over. Cena keeps calling out the Undertaker. He's mad that Taker hasn't shown up. Cena has to let the going to WrestleMania as a fan thing go. Like we don't buy it. Nope. I, I ran that poll today just to run it back to see maybe maybe if Wade Keller's was an anomaly, maybe people didn't really want to see the American Badass Undertaker. Over half of the respondents said American Badass Undertaker, and much to your dismay, more people would have rather Brian Lee come back, chains the fake Undertaker from SummerSlam '94. Then be big evil, Alex. They would rather see the under faker than big evil, and it hurts my soul. Big evil was great, and his yells also honestly best theme song too. You done it now? That was ah, oh, it was a great theme song. Oh, it was terrible. It was the shits, man. <laughs> it was so bad. I love the beginning where it goes yeah, dead man walking. Man. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That, no, it was it was complete ass trash. <laughs> Guys, my match ratings for this show will be up in the morning. Uh, let me tell you, there weren't any good matches on this show. So, spoiler alert in that regard. What stood out to you on this show? Uh, to me, it's got to be the Becky, or not the Becky, the Sasha Banks-Bailey. Yeah. 
Yeah, that'll 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 always be in the um, that'll be in like if they they hold off and do their full final blow off of this giant thing all the way at SummerSlam in Brooklyn where they had their most famous match back in NXT. That segment will be heavily featured in the video package leading up to that match because it's a major turning point where they come to blows for the first time. That's a major deal. Um, yeah, it'll. I also remember that more than anything else, uh, certainly more than anything, all the rest of this stuff, because it also, as I said, a lot of this is about, hey, here's this, here's this thing, a major development, then we're going to cancel it, we're back to normal. Like, that's like, it's like a sitcom in the 80s, where like, there's a problem, we have to solve it so we can go back to being at square one so we can start the next one. And you have very, very rarely have a lot of memorable things happen that way. An extremely underwhelming episode of Raw. Meanwhile, due to Daniel Bryan being back, I think that SmackDown each week is, is a must-watch at this point. You you talked about it. Actually, guys, you all can go back and check out the the midweek show. Now the end-of-week show. I gotta, I'm got i told to, to keep specifying, but Alex uh, spoke about that at length as well. You have that. You had New Japan last night, and that main event got a lot of buzz. Man, right, yeah. Raw was Raw is an afterthought tonight. Raw just isn't. It's well, not there. What 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 are you, what are you hearing about uh, Shane's diverticulitis? Man, that's duty. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I'll say. We're going to find out if it's legit or not. Yeah, my God. If, if it's if it's if it isn't. They sure picked a very specific thing that their universal champion has struggled with in the past. I mean, like, it seems like a rib, you know, like that's what, like, yes. if, if it, it's a total work and there's nothing wrong with Shane and they had to pick an ailment, picking that one feels like a complete rib I mean, on, on Lesnar. You know, Alex, I've covered ass kickings for a good part of my life. I've taken them and I've given them in the gym. I have never seen somebody get their ass kicked so bad they got diverticulitis. But that's the whole thing. In the storyline, they say like, oh, he was recovering from that in the Caribbean with his family. And he got an infection while he was down in the Caribbean. That's what gave him the diverticulitis. So did they probe him or something? What happened? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Perforate his colon and allow some of it to leak. Like, I don't know how this works. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. FightfulWrestling.com. Keep it locked there. This weekend, uh, there's no major wrestling events. There's no major MMA events. So I'm releasing several shoot interviews that I did uh, late last year. Alex Riley of Glow, former WWE wrestler. Colt Cabana, as well as Dave Lagana, who is uh, Billy Corgan's right-hand man. Corgan and Lagana were big parts of the From Old to Gold long-form feature I did on the NWA. Check out those soon. If you head over to FightfulWrestling.com, we have the new episode of Being the Elite. We have the uncut version of Ultimate Deletion. Tons of stories over there, including Wendy's uh, Wendy's Twitter asking Braun Strowman for mercy. Tons of uh, post-Strong Style Evolved stuff. We always have our injury reports, our contract uh, expiration updates, as well as a new WWE Rumors piece where it kind of keeps track of a lot of stuff we're not putting into article form because I haven't quite confirmed it or it's a little suspicious. By the way, New Japan is returning in July. They are going head-to-head with a Ronda Rousey show at MSG. Not like that will 
dissuade many people on the West Coast, but they are going head-to-head against UFC pay-per-view. Not just any UFC pay-per-view, light heavyweight champion versus heavyweight champion. Yikes, that's going to be another busy night. I just love how WWE and UFC and New Japan just don't care about scheduling everything on the same night anymore. But whatever. <laughs> we have an article where Joey Janela says the NWA is butthurt and calls Izzy and Frank the Clown amateurs. Lots of cool stuff over at FightfulWrestling.com. Alex, you're going to have some stuff for us WrestleMania weekend. I told you off the air. Uh, I'm not going to have a lot of aggregated stuff WrestleMania weekend. Uh, instead, we're going to put a ton of features up there, a ton of exclusives, a ton of our own interviews, a ton of our own podcasts. we got a lot of cool content coming up for WrestleMania weekend, and you're going to have some stuff for us too. I will. Uh, something I'm, an idea I'm kicking around is uh, that uh, there's a certain Hall of Fame inductee uh, who uh, had a certain song in the certain mid-90s that I might do a lyrical analysis of. Sh- should I get the guitar? You should. <laughs> you all got to pay for the guitar. <laughs> Fightful Premium coming soon. Guys, you can follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Follow Alex at Palowski the Fourth. Follow Fightful.com. We are the leader in crossover combat sports coverage. Visit it. If you don't like MMA, just go to FightfulWrestling.com. Filters that stuff out. It filters the addictive shit out. It's another Pineapple Express line, Alex. Yes. How did you miss it? That's a cinematic classic. I know. I've seen the poster that you have there. Yeah. I watched it once. I don't have that poster up behind me anymore. I, I know, but I've seen it. it you know, I how- now have an Ali Tyson mock poster up. That, that would be that would have been a, that would have been a hell of a match. Exactly, <laughs> along with a an NXT Highland Heights poster, Ooh. the state of Kentucky up there. Those are the only two wrestling action figures I own, mm. and that's my big finger. But flying Brian Pillman and Papa Shango. Ah, so there you go. Hot dog, you guys. Until next time, we are out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.